You are now entering film I see, Nate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of chew bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I'm leaving, people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer uh, my question. What's going on, everybody? Watching? Welcome to Philly Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudin. And this, thank you for joining us for another episode. We are talking Nope, the new movie by Jordan Peele. And I am joined this week by a great friend of mine, uh, a podcaster who I've wanted to have on our show forever, uh, Darren Lundberg. He is the host, the co-host of the Nostalgia Cast, which looks at childhood favorite films to see if they are past their prime or if they stand the test of time. Darren, thank you so much for joining us, man. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, I've been listening to Film Code for like a while. And so I know when we first initially chatted, you know, we invited each other onto each other's podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> as we should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, had a great conversation with you on, on binge movies. And uh, again, yeah. like kindred spirit kind of thing. I hope you felt that. Oh, same yes. Way, but... By the way, I should have won that. That's still, <laughs> still in my craw. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was hard to argue against Casablanca because I right. literally just watched it. And yeah. I freaking love that movie. Yeah. Um, but you you tore my heart out by getting rid of Full Metal Jacket, so it was pure yeah, take war. That. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal. Wow, I just didn't. It's funny because one of those things, like I plan on getting rid of that one, and as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, oh no, I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to like break, rip his heart out. I don't know if I... Man. But yeah, I, it was weird that the whole thing hinged on you like planning to, what was it? Like you, you're planning on sabotaging yourself. <laughs> yeah. And like, that was like the pushback. Like everybody was, right. and that's, that's what seemed that's, to lose you. The thing. That's what like, cost me. Cause <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's petty. I don't know. I know. I know. But you know, <laughs> anything for full metal jacket. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Which is again, great movie. I have a lot because of you and listening right. to your episode with Jason. I have a lot more respect for that movie now than Love I did it. before. Love it. So, so great. Yeah. I appreciated that. Thank you. And I was so happy to have you on, man, and, and to talk about this movie, especially. Also yeah. joining us, of course, the man with the greatest hair in the room, <laughs> Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, buddy? Hey, Phoenix. I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Nope. Um, if anyone has a joke about if they're ready to talk about Nope and they're going to say no, please don't say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this joke so many times, so... But anyways, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, thanks for coming on again, man. We really appreciate you being here. So we're excited to talk with you. Yeah, great. You guys have a great podcast. So the honor is mine. I appreciate that. Again, oh, it's a very, much. We appreciate yeah, that as well. very conversational. I love yeah, it. We try. Yeah. We try, especially when we're not, you know, yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, that, that Thor episode was something else, man. Like, <laughs> I was worried for all of your well-being, just the, the amount. <laughs> contention oh man well that's okay i think uh, i think everyone was entertained by it so yeah uh, if we did that then that was definitely what we wanted to do so right. and i i wonder if we'll have the same energy for this movie I... oh no <laughs> i am so curious i'm so curious to know uh how everyone feels about it nope 
is the third film written and directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, it stars Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya, Stephen Wint, Young, and uh, I'm for blanking on his name. Brandon Perea. Brandon Perea and one other guy. Michael very, Wincott. Michael right. Wincott, very uh, classic actor. Yeah. Um, that voice. Yeah. <laughs> like it, this is a story of uh, a brother and sister. They find a UFO on their ranch out in um, somewhere in a gulch in uh, California. And they try to get the money shot of, of this alien and uh, to become rich and famous. Such an interesting premise from Jordan Peele, who is known for very great, interesting premises. Um, <laughs> no one knows each other's thoughts right now, so we are finally going to let it loose. Uh, Darren, you're our guest, man. I want you to kick us off your thoughts, non-spoiler thoughts on Note. What did you think? I liked it. Um, I'm, I'm a big, uh, you know, talking about Thor and stuff like that. My problem with like franchises is you, you tend to lose the voice and it tends to be a product more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm huge on voice. So like Ryan Coogler or again, Taika Waititi with Ragnarok or um, uh, James Gunn or uh sam raimi although i'm i'm huge on voice i love when i can hear the director's voice coming through and it's 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 awesome seeing jordan peele like succeed he's even from like get out like you could hear his voice like he had something to say from the very yeah. beginning that, that made him stand apart like proud and apart from everybody and so um so i love that you can definitely hear his voice in here everybody's like i guess if you were to put in context everybody's comparing the three movies i guess since it's it's easy to rank them um so as far as liking them i would have get out obviously as first and then this one and then us but um i like all three of his movies for what they try to do and for what they accomplish um for the you know, aesthetics and stuff and i thought I don't know. I'm starting to compare him a lot to Shyamalan because he has like mm. interesting like way he looks at characters and the way he holds certain shots. And so I thought Nope fit right in there. And again, kind of some uh, similarities to signs in that way too, you know, because of the aliens plot and stuff like that. But obviously getting more confident in his camera and what he can do and things like that. And so, yeah, I mean, other than uh, and we'll talk about it when we get into spoilers, obviously, but other than a few characters that didn't need to be in there, or <laughs> I think with uh, with Get Out, when you watch Get Out, because I rewatched that and Us this week, mm. you you watch, especially watch Get Out, his his confidence and with the camera is so strong, but I think he, since you're just out of the gate, you want to like get the story point. So every shot is just geared towards getting the story point across. So it's very quick and it's very concise. And then by the time you reach this, I think my own, my main drawback with Nope is that some shots go on like way too long. Like, okay, I get it. Like, you don't have to hold, like, I understand. Like, you don't have to hold the shot for 30 seconds. Like, you know, you know what I mean? And there's a part of the end where the brother and sister, like looking at each other or trying yeah. to avoid the alien or whatever. And it's like, wow, this is, I get it. Like, why do you keep having to look at it? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I mean, I think with the same thing with Shyamalan, he starts getting... I'm getting the feel maybe that he's starting to maybe love the sound of his own voice, mm. picking a voice a little bit too much. And so that's the, my main drawback with note. But other than that, I like the themes. I like the, the aesthetics of it. People compare it to Jaws, but I compare it more to Close Encounters, the way that Spielberg shot, you know, the alien stuff in that one. But, you know, I liked it. I liked the performances, Kaluuya and Palmer. They're, they have a great, almost like a buddy cop sensibility, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> that's I, how they would play it in a buddy cop movie. I agree with that. So, and then I, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was 
again, it has a voice and he has something he wants to say instead of it just being, uh, sorry, Zach, <laughs> another Thor Love and Thunder, you know, we're just <laughs> a movie that's just trying to be funny and entertaining. This one actually is, is that, but it wants to say something. It has something it wants to say, um, which we'll obviously, we'll talk about when it comes. I don't want to spoil too much what I think of the, what the theme is, but yeah, I liked it. I, I liked it quite a bit. And the more that I think about it and all the pieces come together, the more that I like it. I think that's a sign of a, a good movie. All right, Zach, now that shots have been fired, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Nope? I mean, the okay, so liking it is about where I stop. <laughs> That's about it. I liked it. It's I liked it. It's a it's a fun movie. Um, I here's the thing. Anyone who has seen this movie, I'm not gonna go into any spoilers or anything. But I just want to say this. At the beginning of the year, I was highly criticized for saying one movie was just okay, like it was good, just like this. And people were like, oh, my God, it's horrible. And this same movie gives the exact same feel to it. That movie I'm talking about is Moonfall. I think this has Moonfall written all over it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The way that it ends here. With the aliens and this weird like alien thing, it's it's very similar, but because it's Jordan Peele, now everyone loves it. Like I'm just I'm just being honest. Like oh, it's Jordan man. Peele, so now like there's reason behind it. Now it makes sense. And now but when it's moonfall, then it's like, oh, this is a total garbage movie. Like, I'm not saying Moonfall isn't like I'm not gonna sit here and like defend Moonfall like I'm not that into it, but like it was a good movie and everyone like looked at it and was like, Oh, this is a horrible movie. This is a good movie. Like I don't have anything wrong with it, but it it's, it's just good. Like that's, there's nothing more to it than that for me. Um, I'm not going to go into why just yet, but when we get into spoilers, I will, but there's a lot of things that I thought were fairly similar. I know the difference is that the other one being a disaster movie um, is slightly different. However, some of the later, the things you see later within the movie is very similar to me. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I actually teetered back and forth. Uh, when I when I left the theater, I was kind of like, eh. But then the, as the days passed, certain things grew on me. I was like, you know what? I, I want to have that. Um, I think I, I like what you said, Darren, that like I, I do think that Jordan Peele is a very distinct voice. And I think he's a relentlessly creative auteur when it comes to his films. I think he does things uh, with his stories that I, I no other no other director is doing. Um, just really, really innovative. Uh, that being said, though, like Parts and Nope to me really felt like Jordan Peele sniffing his own farts, you know, so, and just, <laughs> just kind of just like really impressed with himself and, and how far he can really go up the uh, mental acuity line there. And it was, um, it got to the point where it was a little bit pretentious. Um, and that was, that was how I felt coming out of it initially. And like I said, as it went on, as the days went on, I really did find a lot more things to like about it. Um, this film made me do something that I've never done. 
um, which I I hate to admit because, and I think the only reason I did it is because I love Jordan Peele, or I love Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya, but this film made me watch an explainer video, which I never do. I absolutely hate watching explainer videos. I think if you if you make a movie that requires me to watch an explainer video, then you failed <laughs> in your movie. Um, but I watched an explainer video and that really did clear up, up a lot of things for me. Um, and I was like, okay, and I can see the messages a lot clearer now. Um, does not improve my take on the film. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I would say I think it's a really, really impressive craft of a film. Yeah. Um, and that's where I really get most of my appreciation for it from is in the craft of it, uh, not necessarily in its execution, although there are some things I really enjoy. So that's where I'm at with it. Uh, very well done film, very well constructed. It's got some issues. So <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead. Unless anybody has any other non-spoiler thoughts, are we ready to crack the seal? Yep. All right, yeah. let's do it. We are now officially talking spoilers for Nope. If you have not seen Nope, go ahead and check it out. I highly recommend it. Love to know what your thoughts are on the film after you check it out. And we are gonna dive right into to spoilers here. Uh, Zach, why don't you kick us off your spoiler thoughts now for, for Nope. What exactly stood out to okay. you? Okay, well, obviously the big weird alien <laughs> stood out to me. Um, I thought like it was a, I liked that it was, it was an interesting concept to kind of go that route as a creature, I understand, like, he, I, I get where he was trying to go with it, but it just didn't work for me. I did not like that it was a creature. I thought it was going to be more, like, real alien kind of, like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that there was going to be kind of, like, um, not little green men, but, like, something more I don't traditional, know, inter interesting, traditional. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know. I just wasn't really that into this creature thing. And the fact that, like, the whole fact that he could tame it, like, it, like, it was just so weird. I mean, like a rancher and he's like, oh, yeah, don't look into its eye. It's like, okay, all right. I mean, sure. Like, I, I don't know. It just seemed kind of silly to me. Um, I, so you would have liked I, like the part in the barn, like remember the part in the barn where the the, the kids or whatever are dressed up. You that's kind of where you it seemed like you wanted the movie to head. Instead, it seems like. Oh yeah, see, like I thought that was hilarious. Too. <laughs> I thought that whole bit was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. But the kids are in the barn scaring him, and he's like, "Nope." Like yeah, <laughs> like I was I was dying laughing. I was like, "This is yeah. great." Yeah. So. Um, yeah, like that would have been fine if those if that was the aliens. Like I would have been totally okay with that. I thought that was funny. I thought it was good. Um, but yeah, the whole like, oh, it's not a spaceship; it's a beast, and I'm going to try to capture. Like it's just so like it reminds me of Sea Beast. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. If you guys have seen that movie, like I mean, it's just like really like I don't know. Uh, it just it just did not did not do it for me. 
It reminds and the, the reason I say it reminds me of Moonfall reminds me of the whole intelligence thing at the end where mm. they go in and like it's this, you know, it's a gathered consciousness. This is what this reminds me of. This is an effort to do something different that just didn't fully make it there. So I yeah, I, this yeah. is why I say it's it's similar to Moonfall in that sense. I, I kind of see where you're coming from because again, like that was sort of my thought um coming out of it. Like uh Get Out to me, I think the reason why Get Out works is so well is that it's it's kind of straightforward, right? Like there's a lot of well-constructed imagery, well-constructed messaging throughout it, but for the most part, everyone can get it. It's a very concise narrative. Uh, Us was a little bit of that, but it also kind of strayed away from that and it got into the more uh, analytical and uh, metaphorical in a sense and this one i feel like is completely that it's completely tethered it's not exactly a a straightforward narrative and i feel you when you say like i would have liked actual aliens right i feel like if he'd gone with the actual aliens route i agree i feel like that might have been a lot more direct might might been more in that get out vein um but i like what he did because it is sort of like, it's like, yeah, I, I, this is what I mean. The, the explainer video kind of got into this uh, idea of spectacle, right? And our attraction to spectacle. And I feel like this whole movie was sort of Jordan Peele's way of saying, like, I know you want that. I know you want aliens, real aliens. I know you want horror and thrills. And like, that's why he builds this tension in such a way throughout the film but it never really goes to that level. It's sort of a way of saying our obsession with spectacle needs to be tamed a little bit. And that's, that's what I liked about it, even though, yeah, like I said, I, I would have dug a more straightforward narrative. Yeah, I think if like the, because I, I read that as well, I think that if he was going to try to go that route, and our obsession with spectacle, like he should have gone, I don't know, more so like a celebrity, like, I don't know, drama kind of thing, like where you actually see like, I don't know, like you're saying something just like more straightforward, honestly, mm-hmm. instead of like aliens, like, yeah, you that's, know what that, I mean? that's why I feel like the, the sort of up his own ego kind of <laughs> kind of is coming from it's like, there's there's a more direct way of doing this. <laughs> I feel right. Yeah. So Phoenix, what about you, man? Uh what what are after coming out, like what what are some things you thought of it? You well, kind of said a little bit already, but I will say the thing that I appreciated, even after initial viewing, is that Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya can act their asses off. <laughs> like I freaking loved everything about those two characters. I thought they were amazing. I think they played off each other incredibly well. I loved Daniel being like stoic throughout much of it. And then you have Kiki just being very like outlandish and, and just very colorful of a character. I dug everything about about their 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 dynamic. Uh so that was that was probably one of my favorite things uh, 
do you have you heard like there's been some pushback on Kaluuya's like performance like some some people have listened to her like oh he's so vanilla and he's so bland and he doesn't he's such a dynamic actor he doesn't bring anything to this and I'm like well he's playing like if you know like ranch hands like they're the strong right. silent types right. and it, it has to play there's such a dynamic between between him and Kiki Palmer's character who's like so out there and in your face and it just I think it just works if you were to make him more OJ if you were to make OJ more like uh, uh, colorful I don't uh, that would have thrown that dynamic off but he's playing a character and it's a character choice and I think it's great and he's still got the eyes you know he's, right. he's his eyes are they're still like the movie's best special effect but you know mm-hmm. he they're all playing like different, different I, I don't know I just the the Emerald character the OJ character I, I like that they have that dynamic I don't understand why they're picking on him for choosing uh, yeah character this way I I 100% agree with you, Darren. Uh, I also do believe he did a fantastic job. I mean, I don't think he needed to talk a lot. Like, like you said, like, that's the role of a rancher. So I don't think it was necessary. And the way he did act it, the fact that he could switch up to that person kind of personality as well, like, and the accent was on point too. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't see any faults in his acting at all in this movie. Um, yeah. None whatsoever. His character, like, he gains confidence. Like, he's yeah. trying to live up to his dad's image, right? And mm-hmm. at the end, like, when you see him on the horse in the, the classic cowboy pose, even though he's in his, like, his orange Scorpion King hoodie, you know, even though he's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the classic image and he gains that confidence. And you see that. I, I just don't understand why people have to have things a certain way. If you had him more, per, had more personality from the beginning, he'd have nowhere to go. Exactly. So, so just great, I, great character choice. And I think it does show his, his range. I mean, if you've seen like get out and Judas and the black Messiah, like those are some of his more expressive roles. And just to see that, you know, he can do this very stoic kind of uh, calm, confident role. I mean, just, shows like dude's dude's talented he's yeah. he's ridiculously talented and i'm just so happy for kiki palmer for, who's had a string of really unfortunate performances in films uh this is this is one of her strongest ones uh to date so i'm just super happy for her um i, I dug everything about their performances that was literally my favorite yeah. part that was easily the best takeaway for me i love the video tech guy <laughs> angel was great yeah angel yes i i loved his character i loved what they did with him i love that he's like just this character who like wants to share everything and no one really cares like what he has to say like and he's just kind of there and it's like almost as if like they're making a joke it's like yeah he's just here to like talk and so i i just I don't know. I really appreciated that part of the film. Um, I thought he was great. Comic relief. So, yeah. yeah, I I, I really love Angel. I did not know that Fries is an actual place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like... It's old, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of of people, like, this is what I mean by being a little self-referential. Like, a lot of people who are from that area in California were like, when they saw Fries, they like burst out laughing because they're like, dude, Fries has been out of business. (laughs) for like like a decade or so they're like what is fries doing here (laughs) but like there's actually a location i think around that area that has like their building has like a little crashed ufo in it (laughs) so it's like it's even more 
Yeah, it's even more reverential than well, that. Well, isn't that, is that the building that they shot in? Didn't wasn't that? It might have been actually. Was <laughs> actually, I think the the fries they were at was the one with the UFO in it. If that's I remember. Hilarious. <laughs> at least from the outside because that's what i wonder i was like oh that's funny there's a ufo crowd that's like fortunate <laughs> but again just you know little little subtle nods that that jordan pill always throws in there man like that that's brilliant but yeah i just i i love the character angel i thought he was hilarious and just everything having to do with fries was was funny uh i will point out i'm embarrassed about this uh there's a jump scare in this movie that literally, like, it was it, it was embarrassing. <laughs> like, it's embarrassing because, like, I wasn't even the only one, and I'm still embarrassed because <laughs> cause of because of what it was. It was there looking at the camera, and then like a little grasshopper yeah. like, jumps in front of the camera, and like everyone in my audience screamed, <laughs> like, because we were like, that's how that's how well the tension was built in this film. I think like every little instance was sort of a little bit uncomfortable leading up until that moment. And that, that something that's literally not, not scary at all, terrified <laughs> the entire audience. So I thought that was just well played. Well, the mantis, the praying mantis, I think it has a reputation for having like the alien head, you know, the, the small chin and the big bulbous. Yeah. So I, I, I don't just think you bring that up now. I was like, Oh, that is interesting. Like that does tie in <laughs> with like aliens. Huh. Nice. Yeah, I did. I scream too, like every whole, because <laughs> you don't expect it, and then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm scared of a bug. I didn't scream, but I did jump. Like yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one thing, uh, another thing I want to touch on, the like I understand that this has to do with spectacle and stuff. The whole backstory with the chimp <laughs> is so <laughs> stupid. It is the dumbest thing. I have ever seen like you think like it's gonna go somewhere it's all gonna like come together and connect and like it's like no a chimp just killed someone and we're see, we're gonna put that in here see, again when I when I came out I was like yeah no that 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 whole that whole story was pointless I was like it's like it was cool visually but I was like that whole story was pointless then I watched an explainer video and I'm like <laughs> oh, okay I see it, but still, <laughs> like basically that 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 whole idea behind that story is 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 I don't uh, how can I explain it? Okay, um, it's about control, right? So Jupe, uh, Stephen Young's character, uh, he believes that they have the monkey Gordy uh, tamed, right? They have him under control. And then he snaps. And that's sort of a theme that happens throughout the movie with Ghost, the horse. They think they they think he's tamed. He runs off. Lucky is is supposedly tamed. And then when they show that mirror up to him, he snaps. And that's sort of the idea behind the, the creature, the alien, is that it's something that we think we have control over. Nature and animals and, and things like of that nature. And we really don't. And so we often try to use those things for our own benefits, but we don't really control them. I, again, this is coming from the explainer video. Zach shaking his head. And I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> it, it kind of comes together, but whatever. 
listen. <laughs> you <have> to listen. <laughs> if you if you have to have Zach, so here's the thing. Oh no! And now it's listen. <laughs> brutally, brutally beating human. Like if you have to have a chimp of all things, brutally beating people to get your point across, and it, it it's supposed to talk about control. Like there's just so many better ways to go about this. I'm sorry. Like there there's just so many different ways to portray this uh yeah it's just it does, the birthday chimp doesn't work for me <laughs> i'm i i'm i'm a it's a note for me for the birthday chimp it's a so. note. <laughs> i thought you said we weren't going to do the note jokes <laughs> oh you know i i saw an opportunity it's and, okay you're, you're uh, allowed yeah, one. Right now, you're so. allowed one there we go well uh, if if you guys were to allow me like as far as like I don't know all the things you're saying I do it's like one of those things we hear and like yep I get it I get all those points like I understand like I don't have any pushback I see why you would think that like it's interesting like you're talking about explaining explainer videos at Phoenix and mm -hmm. it's I've read like a lot of articles because I, I think like I know what the movie is to me but then I you go out and you're like well let's see what other interpretation you get you could get like it's it could be a story about you know, capitalism versus consumerism it could be about uh, surveillance culture it could mm -hmm. be like you said about the nature uh trying to control nature all that and so there's different um there was even like uh black historical documentation where they lose the name of the guy that's on the horse mm -hmm. in that the, the Muybridge clip um, which I thought was interesting later when you see ghosts running and you see him through the slats of the barn, it's this, it had the same aesthetic of, of that, the Muybridge video. Mm. It looked like the same. I thought that was interesting as far as visuals go. But the thing that I like about this and the thing that I like about us and, and Get Out, it's more, and, and like you said, Phoenix, Get Out is so easy to understand because it's straightforward. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's a flaw. I, I think Get Out has a more cultural, a bigger cultural impact as far as making like the the voice of the director come through and have him like have a stake in the horror genre um us is less that and nope is less that i like that there's different interpretations though for us and nope mm -hmm. and the one that i really latched onto that i that works for me is the spectacle because it starts out with that the, the what the uh, nahum from the bible that about like i'll i'll mm -hmm. give you spectacle and make you horrible so i don't know what the exact yeah thing is but the whole movie to me is about that spectacle and every I, I like the attention to theme I like that every character fit into that theme like OJ and Emerald they train horses that's about spectacle like for for movies right mm -hmm. um the Michael Wincott character the uh, I can't remember his name the cinematographer he's after that the perfect shot or the impossible shot right. um and that ties in with with Emerald and OJ talking about the Oprah shot right they from the very beginning mm -hmm. they're like we're going to recapture our, our fame by getting this alien on camera and that's going to make us famous we can sell them to all these like websites um the the yoon character the jupe character the how he's trying i didn't really get this i got it in retrospect but he's trying to again tame or capture that alien on like he's trying to make it a part of his attraction mm -hmm. right and it backfires on him the um the angel character He's all about surveillance, like the spectacle of getting things on camera. His is a little more two-dimensional than the others. Um, and then even to the point with the alien itself is a, like it's shaped like a like an eye almost. Mm -hmm. Like it only eats you if you look at it the, to, to that point. It's, uh, you know, I like that Lucky the horse doesn't, he can't look people in the eye. And so that's why he kind of doesn't get eaten by the alien. But, and, and then going back to it, even the chimp, 
the, the, the chimp incident is based on a real life thing. I, mm-hmm. I know you guys are probably where, where Travis the chimpanzee like attacked its owner's friend and mauled her face and like mutilated her to the point where like limbs were cut off. And mm-hmm. so that's based on an actual thing. I just thought that the, again, if you look at that show, <laughs> what the Gordy's home or whatever, that too is about spectacle. They thought, oh, it's completely a fun thing. Like let's be on TGIF. Like you have like a chimpanzee that they're friends of family and you have all these crazy adventures. And it's about the, the thing with the, the nature thing. I do like that when it turned out that the alien was sentient, I thought, oh, that's cool because the, the two leads are animal trainers. They're going to try to train this. And so I thought, oh, that kind of clicks in and that makes sense. But with the Gordy's home thing, I love that it was, again, it's a spectacle. They think they can have this chimpanzee, it's totally safe, but then a balloon pops and that sets it like on a rampage and it kills everybody. And it's about, to me, the movie is about the spectacle and the sacrifices that we make. And again, like you said, Phoenix, about, you know, we need to pull back a little bit. We're trying to control too much. And so, I don't know, the, the thing with the TMZ, I was like, what was this? Like, what was the point of that guy? But even the TMZ is like, that's spectacle right mm-hmm. like they, that they're all about trying to capture that and the tmz that's the part where i was like all right i like i get it <laughs> i get that the movie is about spectacle you don't have to introduce this yeah. other this yeah. other aspect like that i already on i'm already vibing with your theme that's what you're talking about about the if you pardon the expression up his own ass kind of thing <laughs> he, he doesn't like i don't know he doesn't like take out stuff he like he it's too much like it's too much and that's that was my main pull but what I what I did latch on to is when you I latched onto that theme of spectacle, everything else like ties in. Whether like the narrative works for it, um, I just appreciated that it's about a theme, and a lot of people can't really do that. And so I don't know. That's when you look at all these other interpretations, that's fine. Like you can look at all the and that, that's great. You can look up, but for me, the spectacle thing works the best. I don't know if that makes sense. If once I latch on, and everything ties in the characters, the situations. And, again the the thing i think a lot of people and i don't think we're having that issue but i think people are looking way too deeply into this movie and like the meanings of it like i read or listened to a podcast where they spent 10 minutes on why the girl's shoe is upright you know what i mean and i'm like what it's just yeah they tried to explain like the meaning of it and like is it supposed to be like it, about memory and about oh, how, and i'm like oh you mean that that single shoe that's yeah up? oh okay it stands up on its and it's like well it's just, that's just how the shoe would <laughs> choose attack. And that's why the Jute character, he lacked, that's his memory that he latched onto. And so that's right. what he remembered. I'm like, it's not that deep. Like, I, I think there's a point where people like try to look too much into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Zach, you were talking about, you like it. And then that's as far as you go. And <laughs> with the spectacle, that's as far as I go. I don't think it's much deeper than that. And and like we were talking about, everything clicking into place. Oh, they're animal trainers. Oh, the alien is shaped like a, even to the point where it reveals itself as a jellyfish and how it it, it uh, hypnotizes you. It the the square thing. It reminded me of a camera aperture. You know, uh-huh. it's just the way that you look into cameras, and so that it just all ties in with that theme. And you know, Zach, like you're talking about, I don't necessarily like all the ways that it tries to say or or, or talk about that theme. But it's there, and that's that's right. what I appreciate about it. It's not well, no, I, and I and don't get me wrong, I do appreciate that too about the theme that he's trying to convey in this movie. Yeah, it's just I think it could have been done in a without the aliens. Like I like yeah. I just I think that there's a more straightforward path yeah. for him to get yeah. to that point. 
and, and yeah. that's what we're talking about with get yeah. out like get out yeah. is so straightforward that it's easy and, and again i feel bad because i don't mean to sound like you know dumb or <laughs> like, but that's why i like get out it was like yeah. there's no real it's bare, this is what it is and it, and it does a great job and again the part where he has the the cotton in his ears like is was uh, and it's that's one of the like <laughs> yeah i was like oh that's so awesome like right. this pumping moment but you know i you we our criticisms of the movie they're all valid like it, it yeah. could have been simpler you don't have to do all but and you know it's a it's a flawed movie but it's an interesting movie and i, I like that there's stuff to talk about instead of just yeah, yeah. and that yeah. that's that's really where i sort of come over uh to it about it because there's so much to dissect and look at and you know what i'm saying and i think if you're a die hard sort of like film student you're gonna get so much out of this film right yeah. there's so much to to look at and dissect and compare and 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 really uh analyze i think on a entertainment aspect however it can lose a lot of people <laughs> like it can lose a lot of people uh in particularly like that scene you were talking about with the tmz guy I hated that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, why is this here? It's taking too long. The dude's just like him going like, no, get the picture, get the shot. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you here? It's just so annoying. Um, the, the whole final, uh, I guess, shot that they were trying to get, that whole sequence with the wacky, wavy, inflatable, flailing arm men, um, I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I also thought that scene went on way, way too long. I didn't know what they were aiming for, what exactly. The inflatable uh, cowboy makes more sense than the inflatable dude. Yeah, I was that, uh, that was another thing. People were like, why is it how come the alien can't tell the difference between a giant inflatable cowboy and and it's like that the cowboy is looking at it. Like that, exactly. that's all the alien. That, like, that's it. it you know, it's not that deep. And it, it, it and it's cool. Like I you more you pointed out that it sort of looks like a camera like yeah and what do you do at a camera you look at it right <laughs> so like uh i think about that scene with juke tried to show it to the uh his his crowd and now you got an entire crowd staring at this alien it's like dude yeah y'all are goners bro <laughs> like <laughs> like it ain't so, well did anyone else want to see what the in actual inside of that looked like like yeah. instead of just like this blur kind of, like yeah that, i was just like what why like, the part where you could see everybody being like you could see just very faint but you could see the people being sucked up and they were screaming screaming like, and yeah that was <laughs> Ooh, that was kind of yeah that was kind of <laughs> horrible but like yeah. that's the thing about it like i said like i just think from an entertainment aspect of it i i could see a lot of people being very disappointed with it only because it doesn't give you the, the the thrills that us gives you and it doesn't give you like a more direct narrative that that get out gives you i think it's way more analytical than that and it mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be <laughs> like like yeah, i mean maybe it's cool yeah it's cool that it is but you could you could pull it back <laughs> like like well, the, it just disappearing what, up his own ass yeah right it just depends thing. on what you're after i feel like if you're I feel like for Jordan Peele, he's making an artistic film. Hey, go for it. You want to, you know, you want to be heavy handed with your metaphors. Cool. Um, 
I just think if you're looking for a film that you're gonna be like, you know, outside of, I, I, I guess, film nerds like our, our like ourselves, like if you're looking for like your, if you're looking for your love and thunder, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, is, this is not gonna, <laughs> not this is not gonna be the hat movie for you, you know. <laughs> just a little bit too much priceless uh, look there zach priceless <laughs> <laughs> I, I i like too that you can you can still hear him there's the sense of humor is still there i mean it's yeah. not quite as the the thing that cracked me up again the the lakeith stanfield like his uh uh the um his what is that the t the uh, tsa tingle he calls it in, in get out and when uh, he goes to the cops and they they make a spectacle and they bring the other two cops in and then <laughs> that's really funny stuff and the thing I liked about us again watching it recently is the part where the family's in the car and they're talking about their skill set like in the middle of all this stuff like how many people they've killed and right right you know and then you have the humor between emerald and oj in here i thought was really it, it didn't have the same level of humor it wasn't quite as funny but when the alien swallows up that cowboy and it pops that got a big laugh at me like i, <laughs> I thought that was really funny so. i think the one the one scene that i remember distinctly uh speaking of that joke is uh you know the aliens hovering over him and he's in the he's in the van and he like goes to open the door see where he's at oh yeah and he sees his yeah. yeah he's, he's just like nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the alien like makes a noise and he just like locks the the door I'm like I'm like yeah bro like that was perfect like, yeah. <laughs> now I will say their jokes with the with the word nope in this movie were yeah. actually hilarious like right. I, I laughed I think at every one of them. <laughs> In the barn too. That was really like when he says nope, like yeah, yeah. He's like nope, nope. He's like backing away. <laughs> really funny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this very clever use of of humor. I thought. Uh, Do you guys think the title is a little too? I think Get Out fits that movie. I think Us fits that movie. I don't know if Nope necessarily fits. Again, sounds well. Like that's the other thing too, right? Yeah. He's going for this theme of spectacle, and the mm -hmm. title's Nope. <laughs> like uh, yeah i well, why yeah like yes he says it throughout the movie it's funny but yeah. like I, I think that's a very interesting point though like um i think it's a i think it's again heavy-handed with the messaging which is uh you know i mean he brought the tmz guy he may as well just go all out exactly like <laughs> yeah it's just like Here's all this spectacle, but you really should run away from it. So, anyway. like, if the movie was spectacle, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, uh, if yeah. he's gonna, if he's gonna go this far with it, like, it, right. yeah, I might as well. Yeah, <laughs> might as might as well. Why not? Right. I don't know. I don't know what else you could have called this though. The Oprah shot or like, yeah. like, <laughs> behold, I don't know. <laughs> Right. Don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Phoenix, uh, I, I think uh, maybe that one's taken. Taken. <laughs> By a worse movie, though. They could have taken wow. that back. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so let me see. Uh, I do want to point out uh, uh, Hoyt, Hoyt, I'm going to get his name wrong. Hoyte or Hoyta. 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 Van Hoytima. One of the best cinematographers working the day. Like, like, 
dude's amazing. He does most of uh, Christopher Nolan's films. Right. He brought that aesthetic to this film. This I movie just, is gorgeous. I don't know what you mean. It's gorgeous. Really, really pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very sleek shots. I love like his use of silvers and blacks. Oh, yeah. Man, it's really, really good. Uh, so, like I mentioned, with the seeing ghosts through the the barn yeah. slats, I thought very creative. Like, very, yeah, and I love it, again, that shot. That love that shot yeah. where you can see the key in Ghost's back, like in the blood. Like, it's just really well done, especially the shots at night. Yeah, like impressive because you are dealing with two black actors who are fairly dark skinned, and we're <laughs> right. still getting like clean shots of them. Uh, so, yeah, I, very, very, very well done. And uh, that's what I'm talking about, where you see the alien, like the way that it hides and the way that you just barely get glimpses of it, obviously yeah. until the ending, but that's very Vilmo Sigmund in Close Encounters, the way that that shot, like, I don't understand like the Jaws <laughs> right. as much as the Close Encounters, uh, like uh, connections, and that, the way they re reminded me about a lot of that. That's something else about this film, and I would say about us, that uh, I, I feel like can, can uh, deter an audience is like, if you haven't seen Close Encounters, you know what I'm saying, Maybe, yeah, or Signs, or even Jaws, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, you could be lost in a lot of these references, and like, right. um, in Us, like, if you haven't seen Chud, or um, uh, what was it, uh, I forget what it was called, Body Snatchers, I think it was, something like that, but like, yeah, you could be lost, like, whereas, you know, you only needed, probably didn't need anything for Get Out, but like, these, these these past two have been like sort of an ode to older movies, and I feel like if you weren't up to date on a few of them, like the Wrath or or, or the Wraith or something, like yeah, you might have you 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 could get it, but I feel like there's a piece of the puzzle that you would be uh, wanting or at least needing to really get a, a full grasp of this film. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Did was anyone when the monkey paw production thing came on was anyone like actually thinking like oh this is part like this is like an actual production <laughs> company because i definitely did i was like this is kind of a weird intro monkey paw that's his, that's the name of jordan Peele's company yeah yeah okay it's the yeah. logo and when he's the, the see the paw or, or the hand where it's stirring the tea like that's I'm not no like that that made sense but i didn't yeah. realize <laughs> I didn't realize that, like, because they took the scene from the movie where it's like them getting, like, I thought that was still part of, like, part of the production scene. Like, the, I didn't realize, like, later on that it was for this movie. Cause I don't think, was that, that wasn't in, in any other movies, right? With, with the sound, uh, with the audio. I'm talking about with specifically the champ beating people up. Like that oh, was no. like the blood. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was part of his production scene. Yeah. So I was like, this is like interesting. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. I didn't think so. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought I was like, this is part of like the. The, the intro uh, of the film. Yeah. The intro. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of weird. I see. Yeah, I later, see. it's like part of the story. I'm like, oh, okay. Well. Yeah, that, that <laughs> totally makes sense. So, all right. So, I think we've covered everything. Unless there's any other thoughts. All right, Zach, why don't you kick us off your official rating for Nope? Yeah. So, even after discussion, I'm I'm still gonna give it a three stars. Um, 
it's a good movie. I like it. I would probably watch it again. Um, I like, I, like I said, I like the theme behind it. The, the way he gets there is just, it doesn't, it doesn't get there for me. Like as far as the story, uh, I think it could have been much more well done and just getting straight to the point and in a simpler way. So, yeah. Uh, before you go, uh, Darren, Zach, so Jordan Peele has three films. How do you rank them? So, um, I actually haven't seen Us. So, uh, yeah. That would actually, because in Us, I didn't remember, like, the Monkey Paw logo is at the beginning of Us. Like, yeah. it, okay. that, but when you don't know that, <laughs> so I can totally <laughs> yeah. see it. It's yeah. like, is this part, like, why is this logo going on for five minutes? Like, <laughs> yeah. showing, like a monkey yeah. killing people. It's like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I get so, that. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I didn't want to call you out and say, well, if you'd seen Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I haven't, I haven't, yeah. So that would explain. So if you haven't seen us, uh, here's an explanation. So, uh, but yeah, I actually haven't, um, I'm probably going to watch it just because if he only has three films, so I'll watch the other one. So I I just, I haven't, uh, gotten around to that. Six hours out of your day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At that time, I just don't think I was, um, as into movies as I am like right now. So um, but I definitely will go check it out and watch it and get my thoughts on it later. So, all right. But I would say get out and then this, obviously. I mean, <laughs> right. That's kind of <laughs> like between the two. There's uh, there's no competition in my opinion. So, yeah. All right, Darren, what do you got? Well, it's out of five, right? Your star system's out of five. Yes. Okay. Well, I would give this. I'd give this a four. Again, it's it's not perfect. Like there's too much. It's there's too much of it. It's like. The, this uh, head up his own ass kind of aspect kind of like you know that takes away a little bit of it but again there's so many interpretations of it and the interpretation i'm not trying to toot my own horn here but the way that what i focused on with the spectacle it works like it works just fine for me it works to a certain point where i like the movie and i can be done with it like i don't have to keep thinking about it it's not that deep i just like what it has to say about spectacle and how we look at things and how everything ties into that but again it's not like if you look at movies like raising arizona or men in black movies that have themes but every scene is so concise and it works to the point to that theme that's the beauty of that and i don't think he quite hits that i I do like the themes but again i'm not going to be upset by your zach your opinion of it i'm not gonna be upset by phoenix's because i got what i needed out of it and and, you know yeah i it's how i looked at the movie so I thought it was fine for what it was. Obviously, like it, my ranking again, if you do get out this and then us, like I I really like a lot of these movies. I like the aesthetic. I like the voice. I like the humor. I like the cinematography. I think he's a very interesting filmmaker. I just, I'm worried now because I don't want him to, by the time Science came out, people were already comparing Shyamalan to Spielberg. And I think it went mm. to his head. I think yeah. Shyamalan like lost it. And I, I don't want that to happen with Jordan Peele because I think I think he's a better writer than Shyamalan. Like he has some kind of the same weird nuances, but it's the the writing. I can identify with what they're saying. I can identify with the the dynamics of the characters. Whereas Shyamalan, I really lose. A, I've lost a lot of that over the years. Where I don't see these people as human beings. Yeah. But peels to so that's what I'm worried about. But again, a good solid four. It's not the best, but it's not like again, it's head and shoulders above a lot of more brainless entertainment that we get these days. Absolutely. Uh, I teetered between a three and a half and a four on this one. 
I think I'm gonna land. Uh, I think I'm gonna land on a three and a half. Uh, it may go up. You know, what I'm saying this is one of those movies where my opinion ch- kind of changes the more I think about it. Uh, so that being said, I'm gonna go with a four. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I I dug everything that you you both said about this movie. Um, I think it just has some really great elements to it. Uh, just the, the, the ending for me really kind of throws a lot of this movie off um, just because I feel like we, we have those themes. They're executed very well throughout. There's so much working for it. And then just at the end, it doesn't really all come together. And that's the only thing that kind of really taints it for me. Valid. So, Absolutely valid. Yeah. One thing I will say is like at the end, um, the, I don't know the, the, this like I didn't I understand what they were trying to do with like the Black Rancher the original like I understand that moment at the end. I didn't understand why he was like I I understood why but like I also didn't get why he should be alive, like at the very very end of the movie, it was like you just went up against this huge alien mm-hmm. who's killed everyone else and somehow you're still here standing like i i didn't get that well I, they, they kind of hint that maybe they he did because you don't see what happens to him he's looking right. at the thing and then like oh he's gone but then you see him. i don't know like uh, the same thing i wouldn't have minded if he didn't show back up but i thought maybe he deserved to live i liked his character enough that when he was there i was like oh that's nice. I can walk out of this movie and be happy enough. So I'm weird. I like kind of when characters die because it makes me more emotional. <laughs> so like, was it you that wanted Maverick to die in Top Gun? Yeah, yeah, that, that, right. yeah. that makes sense now. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> oh man. So so we got four stars from me and Darren and three stars from Zach. What did you guys think of No? Please let us know on Twitter, on Instagram at Film Cold Pod. Love to hear your thoughts. And uh, that's all for that. So we're going to move on now to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. Gentlemen, it's been a long week. Uh, what have you watched? What has been good for you? Darren, kick us off. What, what would you recommend? Well, I'm going to cheat because, again, I'd seen them before, but I wanted to watch them again to kind of like have put an open perspective. But I'm going to recommend both uh, Get Out and again for you, Zach, especially for us, just because I think they're important movies, especially in you have Jordan Peele, you have Ari Aster and you have Robert Eggers, who are like Mm. the three big horror guys right now. And so, like you said, Zach, it's only three movies (laughs) with Jordan Peele. But yeah, I loved watching Get Out again. I was like, yeah, this is close to a perfect movie I, I if i think about it, i guess i could find some flaws but i like that it's so it's got the humor it's got like the the intensity i don't know if i'd call it a horror movie as much as a psychological kind of sci-fi again it mixes genres I, but it's so confident right out of the gate it has so much to say and it does it in such an entertaining funny way and then us even though it kind of again it starts disappearing up its own ass at the end by explaining too much but at the beginning, I'm trying not to spoil it for you, Zach, but it's a zombie movie. Like the way that it's structured is so tense and it's so well done, aside from a couple of weird, like Shyamalan esque uh, choices. 
it's so strong as a horror movie and the characters are, you like all these, the, the family and stuff. So again, I'm going to recommend both, you know, I have us at the bottom of my Jordan Peele ranking, but I still think it's a great experience. And uh, again, it's a voice and it gives you something to think about, like with um, uh, what was the thing that he latched onto with privilege and how, if mm. you're going to succeed at somebody at something, there's going to be somebody else that, that fails. Yeah. And again, just interesting Oh, I love that. It just seems like he has something that he wants to say and he finally gets a chance. You know, the, 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 is it key or, or K and Peel? I can never pronounce. It's key and Peel. Yeah. Key and Peel. Like using that to achieve the fame to be a director now. And he, you can just tell that he has things that he wants to say. And he's, he's again, even though it's muddled, like with Nope, he's getting to say the, the things that he wants to do on a large budget. And it comes in at number one at the box office with a lot of money, which gets Kiki, Kiki Palmer the attention. It gets Daniel Kaluuya the attention. So man watch these jordan peele movies whether you like them or not like listen to that voice that he has so that's what i would recommend yeah again it's kind of a cheat but it's always <laughs> worth looking back at zach what about you what do you recommend so mine is totally not that deep um <laughs> i'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. just gonna say that right now like that was really well well said darren uh no absolutely and I, I will be watching us and speaking of robert eggers as well i love his stuff too so um but anyways moving on uh yeah so for me uh mine really is not that deep not that uh like well if I, I saw it was, a, it was a fun movie it was a great movie to, for me um actually really surprised me in a lot of ways um i saw yesterday uh dc league of super pets and oh. it was hysterical <laughs> I, I i honestly for me like out of all the animation movies i've seen this year this one was the best for me wow good wow yeah like i i have seen and i've seen i've seen a lot of animation movies this year and out of all of them like this made me laugh the most it made me cry a little bit not like a lot but like i teared up wow. and like there's just so many good parts about this movie and i feel like it's so underrated like i looked on letterbox there's less than three thousand reviews and i'm like this movie should get more recognition for yeah. sure um I like I'm not a huge GC fan either so I was going into I was like okay cool you know whatever I'll, I'll check it out I like laughed so much in that movie like there were so many adult jokes in there too it was hilarious like it wasn't just like a kid's movie like there was hidden adult jokes in there and I I, I really enjoyed it yeah well that's good to know sorry I don't mean to like to take this away from anything but like we have an as a family we have an attachment to crypto the super dog because he had like oh, a cartoon okay. and like my oldest son who's 21 now of all of all things but when he was little that cartoon he would used to sing the theme song like he'd sing it crypto the super gog and we just <laughs> oh, loved that and so nice. seeing yeah. him seeing this movie come out we're like the whole family's so excited because we want to see this movie and that's so that's awesome to hear that it has i i was worried that it was just going to be some dumb stupid kid movie but <laughs> having adult humor in there that that really makes me feel yeah like, excited about the movie so thank you zach yeah yeah absolutely yeah I, that's kind of crazy too because like i've just been hearing a lot of good things about super pets which is crazy <laughs> like it's just that's just not what i thought i would hear uh for that movie so that's that's amazing um so i am recommending a movie um i recently posted i don't know if you, either of you guys saw it I picked up a few first few yeah, films that I, I hadn't, yep. hadn't seen. Citizen Kane is on there. Is, did I yeah. see that right? Yes. Citizen Kane. I have not seen. Damn it, Phoenix. <laughs> Citizen <laughs> Kane. 
no but, it's good I, I worry though about people watching that movie for because it's it was impactful for the time and now I, I'm always afraid because I don't know how people are going to react to it. I'll let you so know. I'll, I'll let you know once I get to it. But I did crack one uh, of these open because uh, a lot of people mentioned it first. Uh, so I watched Airplane. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. I love Airplane. Yes. Uh, what did you, you think? Oh my god. <laughs> so like. This was like one of the first, I guess, spoof or parody movies like ever made. I, I, tears, like, like, <laughs> like legit tears. I had no idea how funny this movie was. The, the best part I love about it is that knowing that there's things that I've absorbed through osmosis throughout yeah. my life that yep. I didn't realize were a part of this movie, uh, you know. It's like, oh, surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> like, like, it's just, I'm like, that's that's from airplane. That's so funny. Just yeah. getting that uh, that knowledge in that history. So, um, absolutely loved it. I don't know who else is out there who haven't seen airplane, oh but if you haven't, I highly <laughs> I actually have it. seen it. it. I I I also love airplane. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, have you seen the uh, Top exactly. Secret yet? At, at a, the Naked Gun, Top Secret, and Airplane. I think Top Secret is my favorite. <laughs> as funny as Airplane is. That's, I, I got not seen the other two. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I saw one <laughs> yeah. of the Naked Guns like when I was like six. So I, I have to re- rewatch that. But, so is uh, that your favorite joke? The the I think my favorite joke, and there's so many because it's so such a, many. It, it just nonstop. It's I like ridiculous. the part where Robert Stack is like beating up like the Hare Krishnas <laughs> and the joke in the airport. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's like so, so random. <laughs> like I literally spent like I don't know like half the movie just in stitches. I was yeah. like, I can't believe how funny this movie is. So yeah, highly recommend it. Uh like I said, I don't know who else hasn't seen it, but airplane hysterical you won't go wrong uh so that's airplane get out in us and dc league of super pets that is one eclectic that's a surprise mix. choice yeah <laughs> eclectic mix of films let us know how you uh which one you gravitate towards the most in that bunch all right so it is officially that time i'm so excited Absolutely. So my code word is British. Um, The movie was released between 2010 and 2020. The main actor starred in a movie from this year, and the director had a Best Picture nomination for 2021. All right, Darren, you are our guest, so you will get the first guest. Uh, Please. Give me something to work off of. I'd appreciate okay. well, my question, my question for you, Zach, you said it had an Oscar nomination from 2021. Was that a movie that was released in 2020, 2020 or a movie that no. was released in 2021 that was nominated in 2020? In 2021. It was, the movie was released in 2021. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I have, if you were to look like the director was nominated again, I'm uh, listening to all your other code words, I'm like, ah, oh, I couldn't get like it. But this one was like, I think I might have it. I think I might have it. 
But if we're That's to do that, I wanted all of you to think actually. Okay, so if we're to look at it, the director with the nomination, and I'm going to try not to look at anybody's faces. The director with the nomination, Steven Spielberg, was nominated for Best Director for West Side Story. The actor that's in it is Mark Rylance. He's been in a, the, actually, no, the, the movie that's in, the actor that's in the movie we're talking about was also in, um, uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. Mark Rylance was directed by Steven Spielberg in this movie. Um, it is about British to the point where they go visit the Queen. I have BFG as the movie because of the Spielberg nomination and then Mark Rylance being in um, BFG, but also being uh, in a movie this year. So that, that was my connection. Okay. Phoenix? See, now I don't know where to go because BFG was my pick as well. But oh. I found another <laughs> movie and I don't know if I should stick with BFG or if I should switch to this other movie. So... I'm going. Well, I'm interested to hear the other movie. Let's. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go against the grain here and and, and pick a different movie just to just to see how it works out. So. Uh, I like that you guys have been doing this forever, and and Phoenix, you're still kind of nervous about it. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. Right, because <laughs> every time I think I got it, they throw me a uh, curveball, and it just <laughs> it hurts my feelings so bad. <laughs> Right, so the the movie okay the movie i'm going with uh that received a best picture nomination was belfast directed by kenneth branagh uh he also did a movie in 2018 where he directed and starred Oh, I had this. I had this uh, as my film. other choice if it was the... Uh, and, and he was in a film earlier this year in 2022, Death on the Nile, where, you know, saying we have enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> um, so I'm going with this movie called All is True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2018. He plays Shakespeare in it, right? Yes. Yes, he plays Shakespeare. That's where the British comes from, so... That's my guess. It's got to be one of those two. So I'm hoping it's it's this one. Brandon also texted in. I texted him. His guess is also the BFG. Um, and he and Darren would be right. Oh, yes. right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the movie is BFG. I was actually hoping that someone would go for 1010 because oh. 1010 is also great. Right. Yeah. And also directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. So it could have also been Tintin. And that's what I was hoping is that what most people will guess. But yeah, it's a BFG. So Phoenix, the way that you got all is true. I was like, yes. <laughs> I intentionally, when you were talking, Darren, I intentionally was like, so I, did, I was trying to cast that down in Phoenix. When yeah, I, was, I didn't guess like, oh, I think I'm wrong. Like he didn't. Zach doesn't look defeated. I, oh I, man, <laughs> I knew I should have stuck with it. I was just, <laughs> just on the off chance that it would have been. Oh, so I'm so mad. I think I also threw you off because I said, "Yeah, I want you to think you know what it is." Right, right. Yeah, so was which like, was true, but I was thinking more people would guess Tintin. But <laughs> well, you know, this is my first guest on your show, and I did get the thing right. <laughs> yeah. Unlike Jordan Peele and you know disappearing <laughs> up his own, I'm gonna try not to let this go to my head. I'll tell. <laughs> Be very <laughs> this is crazy too because like you're our second guest this season and both times we've had a guest they've gotten it right 
yeah, amazing. Actually, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, great. yeah. So I'm like, the guest pool is 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 stacking up, and I, the season two cold breaking champion, <laughs> have has not received more than two points. This is devastating. Oh, uh, tell Brandon he, his points don't count because he wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if he got it right. That's 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 cheating. Anyway. <laughs> We, we're gonna get up out of here guys uh darren let everybody know where they can find you sir and what's going on with you and the nostalgia cast okay well the only place you can find me on social media because i've sworn off facebook i just can't take it out you can find me on twitter <laughs> at dw lundberg again you'll see a picture of kevin costner and feel the dreams my favorite movie sentimental favorite movie but if you were to follow i offer controversial takes on movies like i guess that piss off a lot of people um but nostalgia cast is our we podcast. know nothing about that yeah absolutely not like why would you know why would that tie in but yeah my childhood friend johnny and i we take a look at these movies that i remember from our childhoods and we watch them again through without the rose-colored glasses to see if how they stand up or if nostalgia takes over uh and this season that we're just starting up um which phoenix you're uh gracefully agreed to be a guest on we're yes. going to tackle 90s movies i know that since johnny and i grew up in the 80s we, we cover a lot of movies that nobody's on twitter these days has heard of. <laughs> so we thought maybe doing 90s movies would tie in a little bit better so that's what we're, we're gearing up for our third season but yeah give us check us out like visit old episodes we've got a lot of great guests and, and uh, we just love the conversations we've had nostalgia cast again at dw lumberg and i'd love to hear from you guys awesome awesome cannot wait to join you for that. We are talking Swayze. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for that. All I right. expect you to say Swayze like that every time when we record. <laughs> Absolutely. Zach, uh, we're going to hold him to that. <laughs> I'll remember. <laughs> Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? Yeah, you guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N-E-A-T-H. And you guys can also find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks. All right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at I'm H-O Reviews 1, that's the number one, and on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin, and now officially on TikTok at I'm H-O Film. And as always, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. and we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>